And credit unions have been doing this for a long time. We don't really get credit for it though. And I believe that we're gonna invest more in that this year, good or bad. Um, whether the markets cooperate or they don't, we're gonna continue to give more. Welcome to another episode of CU Lead, sponsored by NetGiver, the app that enables donors and nonprofits to give and receive on a no-fee basis. On this podcast, we feature credit union industry executives and the impacts they make to communities everywhere. I'm Glenn Frechat, and today I am joined by Steve Owen. Steve is the CEO of First Entertainment Credit Union in Southern California. Steve, we know each other. I consider you a friend. It's a thrill to have you on the show. Great to be here, Glenn. It's in Hollywood, by the way. What did I say? SoCal. SoCal. It's in Hollywood. Well, yeah. I guess you can get very specific. Yeah, it's all good. All right. So LA's, I, a, LA's a big city. Right, right, right. Southern California is even bigger. <laughs> so here's what I know. Now, you can't tell me who the members are that you serve by name because you have to operate with a high degree of ethics, of course. I get it. But does Robert De Niro come in with his roll of quarters and make a deposit? Is Samuel L. Jackson coming through the drive through line? We converted them all to digital, so they, they do all their stuff over their uh, app now. Uh, this is no, na no names, but many of them uh, do it over the, over the phone now. I love it. Well, congratulations to you, by the way, Thank on uh, being appointed as the new CEO. How long has that been for you? Eight months. Started in May there. of last year. And for your family, yeah, uh, it was a physical move. Physical move. We moved from Oregon down to uh, Southern California uh, in the summer. Uh, I moved down in May, and they moved down in June. So, okay. Yeah, it's great. And are you assimilating, adopting yeah. the community as your own? It's it's great. In LA, we had snow over the over the weekend, so really felt a little bit more normal for us. But uh, the LA weather is fantastic. Yeah, it's tough to argue. Yeah. Again, nothing disparaging about the great state of Oregon, but the oh, weather. Oregon, Oregon's great too. I mean, there's pros and cons of living everywhere, Glenn, as we all know. Do you remember once upon a time you took me through the Adidas store to do a little bit of shopping? Yeah. So, not the Nike store. Yep. It was the Adidas store that's in the same building you were. Yep. Exactly. I'm going to tell you the impression that it made on my family. Soccer is still the biggest part of our uh, yeah. leisure life. Yeah. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed Absolutely. that. Good times. So just because I know you well, I don't want to assume that our listeners do. Beyond the role that you're in today, why don't you walk us through what your own journey through Credit Union Nation has looked like? Great. Happy to. So I uh, joined Credit Unions about 10 years ago, Glenn. Um, joined First Tech in California um, and worked there for a couple of years. And I joined On Point uh, for a couple of years. And then I, uh, that's when I moved to Oregon. And then I rejoined First Tech for about three years before uh, leaving last year to uh, join First Entertainment in, uh, in L.A. I was with Bank of America and another uh, financial services company before that. So been in financial services space for about 20 plus years, uh, but the last 10 in credit unions. And I found my home in credit unions for Isn't sure. Isn't that great? It is. Uh, that sentiment. Stars align here. Or the, you know, the people you're serving and the people that own you. Yeah. You know, that sentiment, of course, is shared by many. Yeah. But I think we're starting to shed, you know, the funny line people like to call themselves a recovering banker. Yeah. Uh, because now I believe we're valuing banking being a part of someone's history and experience. Absolutely. Makes us better leaders. Right. Uh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. The people development yeah. aspect of your role. 
I'm certain once upon a time you were taken under the wing of an executive and groomed to uh, who you are today and how yep. you lead. Yep. In your role today as CEO, how much impact are you having on people develop? I, my first job is to be a great coach and I never forget that. So every day communicating, talking to people, my, my own direct staff, but also the organization as a whole. If communication and building that trust, that's something I've done over the last eight months at First Entertainment in particular, because they need to hear from me. What do I think about where we are, where we're going? They wanna hear their leader talk about that. As you mentioned, I'm a product of great coaches in my career. I would not be sitting here today if it weren't for the many leaders who've invested in me over the years. And I feel like that's my duty, is to give back to my staff, my direct staff, but also the credit union overall. Building programs that recognize them for great work, but also invest in them in training programs, both inside the credit union as well as externally. And that's something that we're building right now a lot of in order to invest in them and give them the ability. We were just talking, I just did an interview for one of our teammates who's going to Western CUNA Management School. Oh, yeah. A big deal. Uh, we're going to send more people to Western CUNA Management School and potentially other banking schools in the future. So that's just one part of it. But every specialty of role in the credit union has different levels of development. And we have to carve out more money in our budget to ensure that our people are getting the development they need. But I believe, when it starts with good coaching from their leader. Obviously, I'm a leader there, but I have many other leaders there as well. And instilling a coaching culture, meeting your people regularly, and helping them. And coaching is not always, it's not negative, it's balanced, right? Tell me what I'm doing well, tell me where I can improve as well. And Sorry. I think that's something that, and coaching goes two ways, right? I always tell people, I give them coaching, and you know, before we end, I always say, what coaching do you have for me? Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is the first time, first couple times you do that, I don't have any feedback for you. Oh yeah. And by about the third time, I look at them and say, "You have to have some feedback for me. Let's hear it." I'm letting. And they have start it out. and they start opening up. And every time after that, they will give you some form of coaching. Maybe right. it's a softball, but sometimes they'll give you some direct, really tough coaching that you didn't realize. And that's when you know that coaching um, uh, process is working well. I love it. So you you mentioned the fact that you have layers of leadership yep. in your organization. How much insistence is there by you that a tenant of leadership is focusing back on the community effort? We don't do that as well as we could, Glenn, today. But I will tell you, one of the things that I'm helping develop at First Entertainment is the potential to build a foundation. Okay. Um, we do a lot for the entertainment industry today, from the veterans and media and entertainment to children's hospitals. Um, but there's not a expectation so much on the staff to really give back. We do a lot of things around the holidays where we give back to families in need. What's interesting about entertainment people is they have, you know, many people come to Hollywood, Glenn, with a, a hope and a dream to make it in Hollywood. And many of them make it. Some of it, you know, it takes many years to make it, though. So they need help along the way. L.A. is a very high cost to, to live and work. And so our duty as a credit union is to help them you know, get a leg up through financial wellness, through you know, other ways that we can help them, uh, you know, hunger or, you know, helping them get loans for things that they couldn't get elsewhere. Their earning streams are so volatile in the entertainment industry, most banks won't even look at them. Yeah. First Entertainment, we, we've really built a, um, one of our strengths is the ability to lend to people like that because we understand them better. And so, but it goes beyond that. We have to give back into the community. And one of the things I'm working on this year is to build more community-based work that we can go out in the community and help. 
but also it's not just giving money, Glenn, it's about giving your time as well. And there's a lot of organizations that need more uh, volunteers. And so this year we're gonna be building more programs and more help our staff get them the time off, but also the ability to give back to community organizations that they are passionate about. Well, I, I see a consistent thread with you. The value of time is superior to the value of money when it comes to investing in your people. Right. So what I heard you describe as giving kudos and thanks to many that have shaped your own career, yep. you're wanting to make absolutely certain that you're paying it forward. Sorry to use a, a cliche phrase there. Yep. But I followed this institute, Steve. Tell me if this resonates with you. Do you know about the Halftime Institute at all? No. Gentleman by the name of Bob Buford. Um, he was a very successful cable industry executive. And he did the look in the mirror routine one day and said, significance plays a very small part in my life today. Success consumes me. And of course he wanted the opposite to be true. And he started an entire institute over this responsibility, this duty, you said, those were your words, this yep. duty we have to ensure that the budding generations beneath us can get our time. Our money is one thing, but can get our time. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I like your philosophy. Yeah. Let me shift gears for a second and talk about uh, social responsibility. It feels like what's been in vogue for the past couple of years, unfortunately, due to some pretty catastrophic events, is for social responsibility to be embraced. Uh, companies of all types, for-profit, non-profit, cooperatives, all of that is very, very good. The unfortunate part, of course, is the catalyst was an awful incident uh, to include the murder of George Floyd. I feel like Credit Union Nation already had a leg up on doing good for others standing strong relative to the DEI principles. Yep. Steve, if we have a, a lousy 2023 as a nation, financially, if the markets tumble and for-profit companies uh, struggle, I think they will shed some of these corporate responsibility programs. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think that that happens with Credit Union Nation. I no. just don't see it happen. I'd love your take on uh, this. I, I think you're right. There's been some very tragic events that have spurned some level of action across many companies and many people. And credit unions have been doing this for a long time. We don't really get credit for it though. And I believe that we're gonna invest more in that this year, good or bad. Um, whether the markets cooperate or they don't, we're gonna continue to give more because to me, we don't give enough of our time, talent and treasure today. And so we need to do that more going forward. And I think credit unions, the, the reason I talk about a foundation is we can give money today, but I think what the ability of foundation allows us to do is to give more money, but also raise money from others that believe in our cause and believe what we're doing makes a difference. Um, today, we can't do that because we can't take in money from others to give out. So you build a foundation that allows you to raise the money in that entity and give that out to whoever, whatever organization is, is most deserving of that. And obviously you have to be selective but I also believe the, the impact can be much greater over time than it can even be today. 
Okay, well, as I said, I hope I'm wrong and I hope you're right. That continue The continuation of credit unions stepping up, but there being more recognition for it. Yep. And I hope I'm wrong that this is just an in vogue trend. Right. Uh, I hope it. I hope it continues to be pervasive in our society. And credit unions give to charities. We don't get a. We you know we don't pay taxes, so right. we don't get a write off for it. We give a lot. That's and right. corporations do it. They obviously get a tax write off. We don't. So, but we do it out of the goodness of our heart because it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. I agree with you. So uh, I am curious of the philanthropic organization that you support, tied to veterans wanting to make it in Hollywood. I, I did a little peeking on your website, yep. but I, I won't pretend to know anything about this. Elaborate if you would. Pe- people come from all walks of life to Hollywood. Uh-huh. There's a lot of veterans, but as you know, veterans have, you know, they have needs. And we, an or, Warner Brothers came to us and said they have an organization, which actually goes beyond Warner Brothers. It's many of the studios, um, veterans in media and entertainment. And they hold events. And one of the things that we talked about was financial wellness. Um, veterans go through a lot. They served our country and we're incredibly indebted to them as a country. Uh, but in the entertainment industry in particular, they're, you know, they're, they're coming to Hollywood, again, high cost of living, challenging to make it with volatile income streams. You know, we need to give the, help them out more with financial wellness stuff. So we've been doing that now for a couple of years. It's a great organization. Um, I was able to speak with them last year via Zoom. I'm hoping this year I can do it in person. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a great organization that's helping people. And, you know, entertainment is a, um, collection of a lot of people, veterans included, from all walks of life, really all over the world. And uh, they have a lot of needs. And our, our duty as a credit union serving them exclusively is to help them in any way we can. And I would expect across the entertainment industry, the, the range of jobs that exist. Of course, everyone immediately thinks of actors, but a lot of behind the cameras work uh, goes into every production. It's um. I'll give you a couple names that people don't recognize. You got makeup artists, hairdressers, grippers, gaffers, set directors, prop makers, lighting directors. You name it. There's all kinds of people that work on these. The, the actors and directors don't get me wrong. Make a real difference. Yeah. What really makes the magic of Hollywood come to life are all the hardworking people we call below the line, oh. and that's who we serve. And we serve actors and directors and all that, but we serve the people below the line. Um, that is really our heart and soul of our credit union, and we're very proud to serve I them. like that, below the line. Yeah. I, I typically talk about behind the curtain, but below the line. Well, next time you watch a TV show or a movie, wait till the credits go through and look at how many people exist on the back end of that movie. Okay, yeah, I will, sure. Because you'll Absolutely. see the, the, the actors and directors in the, you know, before the movie starts. Yeah. When you get below the line, I now sit in a movie theater. I don't go to the movie theater a lot or at home. And I actually watch the credits oh, all the so way cool. through, which can be a couple minutes, but it's fascinating to see how many people it takes to make a movie happen. I'll be honest. Do you say that's a member? They're not a member. That's a member. I wouldn't know if they're members, but it is really cool to see. You know, you look all the different roles and I'm willing to bet you that many of those people are members are. I'm proud oh, of that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I want to get you off to see Condoleezza Rice because she's way cooler than me. However, this uh, is great. There is something that I like to do for my guests, yep. and that is to plug an organization, a nonprofit that's important to your family. Uh, so I want to hear what that is, what organization that is, yep. uh, why it's personal for you, and then specifically how you want to plug them so that our listeners can, can check them out too. So San Francisco City Impact, 
Okay, San uh, Francisco so, City Impact. That's something that my wife has been involved with for many years. They help people um, all over San Francisco, people of modest means and, and you know in poverty. They help them with food assistance, with all kinds of uh, help with mental health and things like that. Uh, my wife and I have been giving them for many years and um, great organization. Uh, I wanted to go up there a couple of years ago, but the pandemic happened and, uh, and do some work. Uh, but my wife has volunteered for them before, and we want to continue to help them as, as much as we can. We will, but love others to help them as well because they make a real difference in San Francisco. Got it. Simple Google search will get us there, I trust. And my wife is a San Francisco native. That's one of the reasons why we support it. <laughs> I love it, man. You got to make sure you do right by her. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Steve, it was a pleasure, man. Thank uh, you, As Glenn. I said, Condi is just on the other side of that curtain. Go have yep. fun. Thank you, Glenn. Pleasure to talk with you.